On this episode of the AIE podcast, Warcraft the movie, not the game, is coming. Mandalore gets his revenge. Star Trek Online updates abounds. Do not mess up with AIE in land or space. And speaking of space, we have Crazy Uncle Link here to talk to us about AIE in EVE. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 254 of the podcast celebrating the Aaliyah Ioctest gaming community, the Die Has Been podcast. This is Tetsemi, and to my left is Aludra. Hey, AIE, I think you're awesome. And right over there, messing things up, is McCullough. <laughs> hey, guys, there are raspberry chocolate cakes in the Guild Kitchen. Mine? No, no, mine. <laughs> <laughs> They'll actually be made on Tuesday. So I'm reserving on them all right okay. now. <laughs> okay. Uh, can I have one? Just okay. one? Okay. Um, this week we are joined by special guest, Lank Theris. Apparently he's multiple guests. Lank Theris. <laughs> <laughs> who is here to talk to us about AIE in EVE. Welcome. Hey, and see, see uh, Lank Theris is when you have two. It's not, not Lank Theris. It's, 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 it's like Lank like Theris. Like I was wondering if it was Lengthere Eye, actually, because that seems like the most, you know, it's the, sounds the, the whole it, root. It sounds the most pretentious, so let's go with Lengthere Eye. It's like, ooh. Mm-hmm. Lengthere Eye. <laughs> so what have you been up to uh, in or out of game, Link? Oh, uh, you, the usual empire destroying, starting fires, undercutting uh, industry, uh, messing people's days up because, well... Player engagement is such a beautiful, beautiful thing. Some people call it drama. I call it narrative. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, you need that in your narrative or else you've got what? Game of Thrones isn't popular because it's, it's you know, not drama-filled. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, the last, like, three months particularly, it's been, like, Game, and Th- Game of Thrones in space. It's in like, space! In- yes. In space. Yeah, and remember, no, in space, no one can hear you scream, but you sure do bleed a lot. So, there you go. <laughs> Unlike Star Wars, where you pretty much it cauterizes it right away, but that's a whole different podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. Yep. And we're going to be talking about that later. <laughs> Woohoo! Yay! I like Star Wars. Mm-hmm. All right. Me too. Um, and McCullough, what have you been up to in or out of game? Well, it's been mostly out of game right now. As as people probably know, uh, Nevermore and I do Phoenix Fo- Comic Con yearly as vendors, and it is coming up in two and a half weeks. So be working on the prep for that. Uh, Tet's building us a great new display, so I'm getting that painted. Getting last, getting the last minute headbands made, making sure I have everything I need. Also, been kind of taking a small pause on the writing project because my partner in crime is working on a uh, SCA event that I'm helping him write, which means I pretty much am making up mythology about Loki and Odin. And this week I got to write a bar fight, and that was a blast. Um, you know, it's Tuesday. You, it must be time to write a bar fight. Let's see, what else have we been doing? Uh, the Hordling is getting ready to graduate 8th grade and go to New York and D.C. for the summer. Or for the summer, I wish. No, I don't wish. Uh, for a week. A week. A week. Good Lord. While we're in Comic-Con. So getting her prep for that. Um, and, of course, lots of baking in the Guild Kitchen. Very cool. And of bits and pieces you- of Star Wars while I'm, while I'm at it. Of course. Because Star Wars is fun. Right? Star Wars is a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have to say to Michaela, as long as you don't start singing the song, Loki loves you, you should be okay. <laughs> um, Loki and I have a long history, and that's not going to happen. 
However, we have found out that our hordling has an irrational attraction to Loki, and it disturbs me. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, watch out for that, dear. Yeah, yeah, you have nothing to worry about, Ted. No, not at all. <laughs> not nope. at all. Nope, good luck. All right, and Aludra, what have you been up to in or out of game? Well, as for me, let's see, so much in-game. So I'm grinding out my ring nice. on my alliance side, and that's oh. a really slow process, and it's mm-hmm. not as fun as you would think. No, it wasn't fun the first time, but, you know, it's just, saying, something, yeah. it's just something I'm picking at. I, I don't feel the pressure to do it, really, because I don't have a raid oh, sure. team. So I'm having a blast. I'm not really having a blast, but I am poking around <laughs> on that, and... I'm having more fun mining, if that gives you any clue. Blizzard, come on. Oh, my. Um, <laughs> yeah. At least you're not, at, like, having a fish or fish for it or anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, oh, man. Oh, <laughs> no, you just gave me nightmares. You gave me waking <laughs> nightmares just now, Michaela. Oh, my gosh. No, uh, no. My work here is done. <laughs> like I told you, I've been working with a Lord of Chaos, okay? Yeah, I, I know, apologize. Oh, Wow, ouch. Um, <laughs> I've been playing the new Diablo season with my with my minion one, who's graduated mm-hmm. from high school in a few days. <sighs> yeah. So the season's going pretty well. Whoa, whoa, whoa! He's already graduating high school. Yes. Yes. In four days. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. We are old people. I we know. No, we're not. Old. No, we're not. Anyways, let's just sit, uh, sit here in denial. And so, anyways, continue. the Diablo season's going great. I hit a snag. I could, I'm playing a witch doctor, and they are the pet class because um, hello. Yes. Pets, and, yes, you. <laughs> I couldn't get the pet gem to drop, and it was actually uh-huh. the 18th gem to oh drop gosh. for me. There are only 20 gems in this game, and it was the 18th one to drop. Wow. Yeah, I was. Yep. It's always the last place you look. I know. I know. Oh, it was so frustrating. Now I'm leveling it, which is basically the same thing you do to grind right. it out, but it's right. a lot more fun because it's actually helping me. <laughs> Wonderful. So and what is minion, what's Minion 1 playing? Minion 1 is playing Diablo. No, I meant what class? Oh. <laughs> you are so pretty, my love. I am so gorgeous today. Uh, he's Guided. playing a monk. Fun. Yeah, yeah, he's having so much fun with all those seven-sided strikes and his his own little ghosty minions following him around, and he's telling me, you know, all this complicated stuff and math about the class, and I'm like, I can summon a zombie dog, and it'll bite your face. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I have a fairly quick um, sidebar. I have a fairly funny story about the first time we were playing Diablo as a family. The Mm -hmm. Hordling was playing... A witch doctor. And there was quite a while where I was trying to figure out why I couldn't attack those extra um, mobs that were near us. Her zombie Because dogs. they were her zombies. Yeah. So I also am pretty. <laughs> Very much. That's awesome. And the last thing I've been doing... Okay, so... Everybody was in the Overwatch open beta, and that was fun. And I had a blast, but I don't own Wait. Overwatch. Oh, everyone got it. The open beta, yeah. yes. Yeah, the open beta. See, got it. The word open. Open. That was a blast, and it was super fun, and I was so glad to play with everybody. And now I'm playing Battleborn, because there's no more Overwatch for now. Aww. <laughs> So you're playing the clone ripoff. Oh, no, got it's it. super fun. It's got some Borderlands humor, and I want to unlock this girl, and she's basically a pointy cupcake. That's what I call her. She's got this big princess dress, and she's really pretty and flouncy, and then swords everywhere. All the swords and all the things that they want to poke you. And so, yeah, she's the pointy cupcake, and that's pretty much what I've been doing. And that's now what's in the guild kitchen. All right. Yes, pointy cupcakes. <laughs> Hey, Ted. Yep. What have you been doing in and out of game? Uh, poking things with lightsabers, actually. Ooh, nice. <laughs> yep, actually, you're right. Both in and out of game. Yeah, we've been... Um, I'm leveling my Jedi... No, I finished my Jedi... My Sith warrior. 
And um, I got confused because I'm playing him as a light side Sith, which is very amusing because the reactions you get, um, you basically, every time you meet a Jedi and you choose the peaceful, not attack, I'm going to talk through this, it drives them crazy to the points where they're having to mind wipe their own apprentices for attacking you and then having to live with the consequences of their actions. It's awesome because you're not what they expect and it drives them crazy. Um, but I'm just on, Oh, I just finished up the planet question. Now I'm on Belsavis, the, uh, the prison planet. So I'm, I'm having fun leveling through that. Um, Trying to think. I had not much rating this week just because of real life activities. Um, oh, yeah. Mother's yeah. Day, and then we had something. Thir- oh, Alton Brown. Yes. Yeah, that, was, saw- that sounded like fun. It was a blast. Oh, it was. Yeah. We've, we've seen uh, it's at the Mesa Arts Theater here in, or Mesa Arts Center here in um, Arizona, and we've seen Mythbusters there, the Mythbusters live show there, and now we've seen Alton there, and it was awesome. So, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been doing um, in and out of the game. I, I'm really enjoying the the story content of Star Wars, and I'm hoping after the the little developer interview that Ian Hazakostas did for WoW that they're slowly learning that story is very important to the game and that we're going to see a lot more of it in Legion. Um, that would be awesome. Yeah, because I'm... I'm Miss that in Legion because basically once you got done leveling, there was no more story. It just like okay, go do this mechanical thing, and it just got boring. So, um, but that's what I've been up to. So awesome. we will be we will be digging into Eve shortly. But first, let's cover this week's news. A I E news. All right, so the Warcraft movie, which is based on a game, which is not based on yet another movie, is quickly approaching. And there's plenty of talk of the forums organizing meetups. Plus, one is already scheduled in Colorado and one in Tennessee on meetup.com. Head over to the forums or to meetup.com to plan a viewing of the Warcraft local guildies. We have three links right here in the show notes for you to check out. Do you love AIE? Of course. Who doesn't? If you didn't, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast, or at least we think you wouldn't be enjoying yourself. We are currently passing the hat around to help raise funds that offsets the costs for chat servers. Umami. Yes, I totally said that right the first time. The forums and all that stuff you so love. You can help us by donating. There are links in the community website, aie-guild.org, and please feel free to contact us at fundraising at AIE. Guild.org if you have any questions. Also, we are in the process of nailing down details for the Guild Hall at BlizzCon. Information should become available in the next few weeks. We hutch you all and hope to see you there. And as a reminder, the AIEGC is looking for writers for the webpage. See wiki.aie-guild.org for submission guidelines. I can say that fine, but I cannot say umami. Umami, <laughs> one of my favorite burger places in Southern California. I need to yep. have one of those soon or, or an excuse to go see Ludra and Lank. All right. And in WoW news, as a reminder, Thugs is still looking for folks to run invasions to get the Garrison Boss invasion tokens for the event, which is tentatively scheduled on June 4th at 8 p.m. server. Of course, see the forum for details or talk to thugs in game also legion alpha has become beta and blizzard is sending out in invite emails to join in including folks that aren't currently subscribed so check your email or the launcher and see if you have been invited and if you didn't get lucky enough with the initial invite wave you can also check wowhead out and try their contest for beta code giveaways and for those of us manning the guild kitchen, the official World of Warcraft cookbook will be released on October 18th, 2016. Revitalize your raid group with Azeroth's most scrumptious treats. Featured recipes for the Horde and Alliance favorites such as Dirge Kicken Chimarok Chimur- Chops and fresh loaves of Mul- Mulgore Spice Bread. Mm. Ooh, that sounds good. You know we'll be getting that, right? Oh, yeah, in a heartbeat. Okay, good. 
And in one of the other space games that we play that's not EVE, this week in SOTOR, Star Wars The Old Republic, Sima and Max and Astromech EPC 142 talk about the producer live stream and the details of the Chapter 13, or as Max likes to refer to it, XIII. They also touched on other game and community news from the Star Wars uh, topics in general. Chapter 14, or as Max is going to refer to it, XIV, Mandalore's Revenge is out on June 3rd, and the teaser trailer is up on SWOTOR.com. The newest chapter in the Knights of the Fallen Empire expansion gives the Outlander an opportunity to confront Emperor Arcan with his army of ruthless Mandalorian warriors. Enlist the help of the infamous bounty hunter Shay Vizsla as you and your alliance move to seize control of the most powerful armada in the galaxy, the Eternal Fleet. Prepare to brave the harsh desert world of Darvanus and survive its brutal enemy forces in a desperate attempt to save the galaxy from the in- Eternal Empire forever and earn the loyalties of Shay Vizsla and the unyielding Mandalorian warriors. Also, for subscribers, there's a new... A a new monthly reward called the Eternal Empire Patroller Vehicle, which looks awesome. So, are you playing Guild Wars 2 and are interested in an AIE Guild Hall in-game? Well, there's been some recent activity headed by Disturbed Zero Angel on the forums to revive the initiative. If you want to help out or know more, head on over to the forums and check it out. There's a thread... It's called Guildhall Initiative. Oh, imagine that. All right, and in Star Trek Online news, this fall, Star Trek Online will be launching simultaneously on Xbox One and PlayStation 4 consoles. The goal is to deliver the same high-quality Star Trek experience to players on these platforms with some additional upgrades to make the transition to the console space a smooth and natural experience. Unfortunately, Mac OS... 10 support has been dropped. Uh, GameGrog has been able to get it working with Wine on the Mac. Huh, that sounds fun. If you have questions or want to know what they did, (laughs) check out the forum post. And, of course, we have the amazing Captain Sybil's synopsis for Star Trek Online for the week ending in 5-15-2016. To celebrate Star Trek's 50th anniversary. Wow, 50 years. A new expansion was announced for May 5th, Agents of Yesterday. Agents of Yesterday will allow players to create a new captain in the Star Trek original series era and will set them on an adventure featuring classic storylines, locations, celebrities, and era-appropriate starships. In 2270, the year following the third season of the season of the original series, the players will adventure with uh, Walter Koenig, who's reprising his role as Chekhov, and Chris Doohan, filling in his late father's shoes as Scotty. There's a new threat to security the Federation, because there always is, and they're invading with hopes of inter- overwhelming the past to destroy our future. More details are available on the Star Trek Online website, StarTrekOnline.com. But that's not all. As an additive incentive, the agents of yesterday beta will be open to gold and lifetime subscription members on the triple beta server. A, t- a tutorial update, the Torian Affair, where a science survey vessel has gone missing near Moraski. I can never do Star Trek planet name, by the way, guys. No, Moraski 312 Nebula. Star Tre- Starfleet Command believes it may have crash-landed on Taurus 2, the same planet that cost the lives of two young Starfleet officers several years ago. As first officer of a Pioneer-class starship, you'll be leading the landing party to the planet to discover the fate of the survivors. Additional beta stories in this arc will be added until the official launch. However, once Players of Yesterday is officially released, all these and more episodes will be available to all players. A number of UI and player quality of life improvements, fixes, and too numerous to mention, were released over the last two weeks as well. Take a look at those listings at StarTrekOnline.com. And 20% off service sales will be going on from May 12th to May 16th tomorrow at the Seed Store. Now is the time to get more bank slots, officer slots, tokens, retain tokens, dry stock slots, and lots of lots of more slots. I mean lots and lots more. For the coming listings, of course, see the website. For the status of AIE's Classes Fleet Starbase, 
All fleet mates are encouraged to check out the fleet holdings tab in the in-game menu. Contributions of material and personnel are always welcome to assist in building the fleet starbase and other fleet holdings to the full potential. And of course, StarTrekOnline.com has all the player patch notes, news, forums, commentary, etc. All right. And in late breaking news, well, not really because we've known about this. We just forgot to include it in the notes. Graybog, who is in our chat room, has a code for a free NX light class escort ship. Ooh. This looks like the ship in the Enterprise TV and the sorry, this looks like the ship in the Enterprise TV series. It unlocks the ability to use the NX prefix on all ship serial numbers to denote the experimental prototype. It even comes with the grappler console, which allows you to shoot a grappling hook onto an enemy ship. And who doesn't want to do that? Yes. Also, you can be a lieutenant and fly this ship. For those who do not know, it's the rank you are when you get your first ship. It makes a great starter ship. He is, yep, they have the the code for us, and we need to come up with a contest so that we can get that started and uh, get a winner from the contest that we're going to come up with, and they will provide us the code. I have an idea for a contest. What's that? Why don't they tweet the AIE podcast and let us know their favorite ship in any version of Star Trek, and we will choose from there. That sounds good. Make it so. Oh, wait. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure you do add that to the notes. I'm doing it right now, yes. I'm adding to the show notes. All right. And in the Imperium Ludi and Nomads uh, news and activities, there has been a ton of activity in Black Desert Online, including... Why am I not surprised? Lank, were you involved in this? Another guild declared war on us last week and then retracted it after an hour of fighting. Now, I don't I, think uh, he plays. I don't think he plays land space wars. So so about okay. that because I ca- I talked to a couple of the guys who are doing that and uh, believe it or not uh, I'm so proud of them because one of the <laughs> reasons that they well a lot of people who are playing Black Desert online are actually former members of AIU so everything right. that we learn from Eve we are proud of <laughs> Black Desert to great effect and they're they, they are trouncing guilds that are three to four times their size using the weaponized <laughs> meta games and, and weaponizing boredom <laughs> and a hit run and skirmish attack big kudos to like Stu and uh and Cena oh. for that because yeah we are totally using that cutthroat style of playing in black oh, desert perfect. and we learned it all from eve that's awesome wow wow <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> And speaking of Eve, Lank, what news do you bring us of our nefarious activities in Eve? Oh, great. So let me first of all turn off this crazy, crazy like screen capture thing. Cause yeah, Eve, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I, w- I was watching videos of like, all Eve stuff, stuff. But yeah, what, what have we been doing? So, you know, I'd like to start uh, with a short story. Very, very nope. short story. I swear it's short. Have I have plans. <laughs> I mean, go on, Lank. <laughs> so 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 you know eve is a game of empire it is a is a story of struggle and 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 like winning and losing and just overall just player engagement it oh, highlights, it's risk in space got it yeah it, it 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 highlights the human the human side of you know of, of human interactions but see back in the day um we were AIU was living in this in this like region of space called Fountain, and back then AIU used to be part of uh, Test Alliance. Please ignore, and all was great in the universe. We used to fight with this group called the CFC, and you know they became the strongest group in the game, and we were really cool until one day one day the Fire Nation attacked. <laughs> and my Fire Nation. Fire. In space, the Fire Nation's useless in space. Ah, oh, plasma. 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 Plasma, oh, so there you go. Plasma so, Nation. Okay, thank you. God, I was confused. So, so the CFC changed their name to the Imperium and decided that we're no longer cool, we're no longer buds, and decided to kick Test from its home in Fountain. We just happened to be in Test. We just kind of lived in Fountain. So we found ourselves kind of homeless. So we went kind of space gypsy for a while. And we were kind of mad because uh, Hoots had just set up planetary interaction, which is where you go ahead and mine 
resources from the planet, which started a long, sad, serious discussion with Hoots, because now whenever he sets a player interaction, it's a sign to everyone that we're going to get kicked out or moved. To the point where he now has alliance leaders who say, who have demanded, who have actually stated to Hoots, you're no longer allowed to do planetary interaction because you're cursed. You're <laughs> cursed. Oh, it's wow. Thank you, Hoots. So we went gypsy and wandered around. We went to this thing called Faction Warfare. And at that point, we decided to leave Test because Test wasn't so much so cool anymore. And people got a little angry and upset. And, yeah, it, it, it's like they totally had harsh their mellow. And it's like, oh, well, well you know, we can go find a, harsh, uh, a better mellow somewhere else. So we, joined, right, as you do. Yeah, so we joined this group called Brave. And all was great for about a year until one day uh, they blew up. Because, well, uh, shenanigans, uh, How, coups, what did you do? Coups, I swear. What did, what did you do? I swear I didn't do anything. I swear I didn't do anything. But yeah, we decided to leave. And so we left Brave. And we went gypsies again. And we decided that we were going to go ahead and uh, find a new ancestral homeland. So we kind of looked around and looked for all these other groups, and we found this one great group called Blades of Grass. Now, mm -hmm. this group used to be part of the Imperium, a.k.a. the CFC, until, right. the, until the, you know, the Plasma Nation, <clears throat> the Imperium, uh, decided to kick them out because they have this thing like, you know, independently minded, ask questions, morals, uh, <laughs> you know, little like things like that. I didn't think there were morals in space, there at least not in morals. Eve space. There are morals in space. You always treat your bros like bros until right. they're not bros, and then you treat them like they're not bros, and then morality. like like the, like they're your enemies and they've betrayed you. Got it. Exactly. All right. Whenever you get a chance, talk to Hoots about like what's the, what's the term? Um, moral relativism, and right. he will discuss all about that because he loves talking about that stuff. But, yeah, moral relativism isn't his thing. So we joined Blades of Grass, and we started working. And we were, like, the third largest corp in the, uh, in the alliance, the new alliance. And they're part of a bigger group called Darkness Dot, which is a bigger coalition. And they were part of mm -hmm. this bigger, bigger coalition that's called the Guardians of the Galaxy. You see where <laughs> I'm going here? Right, right. <laughs> so, so we used to live in this space called Immensity. Mm -hmm. And there was this big war that started. All of a sudden, all these old friends of ours, like Test Alliance and Pandemic Legion, and all it started forming this group that they had nicknamed the MBC or the Money Badger Coalition, which right. was a which was a reference to the old HBC, the Honey Badger, Honey Coalition. Badger Coalition. Right. We had this. Yeah, we, we yeah. were confused about the name when we saw yeah. it the other day. So it's an homage to that. And right. the reason being that we had been paid, we had been paid. By a very large, by a very rich space tycoon who runs an e like a like an in-game casino, to basically go ahead and fight. Yes, they're space, space casinos. Space Trump, got it. Space Trump. All right. So yes, we're working Keep with going. Space Trump. We're sp yeah. <laughs> nice. So now they, they they hired us and said, well, we want you to go fight this one group that's evil, nefarious, and mean, and have tried to like you know steal money from us, and that group happened to just be the Imperium. Oh, jeez. Nice. Nice. So for the past couple of months, we have been going there and kind of piddling in their parade in the nicest sense of the term. And <laughs> Note to self, never invite Blank to a parade. Continue. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so so I, I, can, I can honestly attest that AIU and some of its directors – have decided to instill fear, space terrorism, insurrection, um, ne'er-do-wellism, uh, narrative spinning, <laughs> political spin Politics. control. So Monday. Got, in, got, involved, got involved with Space Congress. Guess this, we have a Space Congress. And the the now mighty Imperium, the the monolithic, the we are we are the good, well not we're the bad guys because we want to be the bad guys, are now getting evicted out of their space. The large, the, one of the largest groups 
has just utterly fallen apart. And it's been great because it's been full of betrayal. <laughs> it's been double feeling. Sounds it, wonderful. It's fantastic. It's awesome. <laughs> it, it is. It is like it is. It is a space opera, man. It's like you it's know, a I space to, soap opera. Let's admit it. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like. Did you love reading Dune? Did you love Game of Thrones? This is better because it's in space. <laughs> so we go. we have found a new new ancestral homeland. Who happens to be the <laughs> capital of the Imperium? Oh no! <laughs> so VFK is such a beautiful place this time of year. You should really visit it. The space. So you you set up camp in their home place, which, if I remember correctly, isn't that like one of the most coveted places in yes. all of Eve? Yes, yes, it is. Absolutely, uh, AIU. And Blades of Grass, and of course, all of Darkness Dot. We now own sovereignty over what's the area known as Branch and Declan, or Decline, as it's now being referred to officially as the uh, from the developer. And we have staged our coalition staging in VFK, where if you've ever heard of VFK, VFK used to be the capital of the Imperium. Mm -hmm. What I do, I do for Space France. <laughs> So, so in other words, you're now the Forsaken and you've taken over uh, and renamed it Undercity? <laughs> Dude, we've taken over Stormwind. There you go. We, Wait. We, 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 and the thing is that the, the war hasn't ended. We've, we've paused from the war just so we can go ahead and claim sovereignty and set up systems, kind of create ownership, because now there's a new system called Aegisoft, a.k.a. Fozzysop. And, of course, it becomes very difficult for an invading group to take your space if you live in it. So we've been setting up, you know, setting up upgrades for the stations. We've been riding. We've been mining. We've been building stuff. And now we've re-caught up with the, with the main front. Uh, and basically, the, the, what's, what's basically being um, the people who are running this have decided that we're going to erase the Imperium off the face of New Eden. So basically, you, so there's politics, and now you are rewriting history. Pretty much, uh, pretty much, and it's great because this fight has a its its initial beginnings back last year and was called the Halloween War, and it was a big war between the Imperium and this group called Pandemic Legion. They so the Imperium won, and the Imperium launches this website, new site, propaganda site, propaganda site, and uh, they decided that. You know, there's a very popular book that recently came out that's based on Eve called The Empires of Eve. Uh, it was a, a fellow by the name of um, Andrew Groen, who is a uh, former a writer for the, uh, or used to be the Penny, uh, Penny Arcade Report and actually Wired, wrote okay. this great book, and kind of like documenting the history of the Eve empires as they evolved and changed. And he, he had asked for $12,000. He put it on Kickstarter. He made $98,000. Nice. So he was able to release a beautiful hardback book, a soft cover. It's on Kindle now. And it kind of, you know, and it's great because uh, I just recently bought an Amazon Echo. So I'm lazy. So I'm having it read me the book because, <laughs> hey, nice. it's the future, right? Right. Mm -hmm. I have my own fake AI reading me a book because I am a man of leisure. <laughs> <laughs> so the Imperium decided, hey, if this guy can raise a hundred, almost $100,000, we can do the same. So they decided to write a book called The Fountain War. You know, oh, no. the one that we got kicked out. Right. So this particular campaign goes down in flames. Absolutely. <laughs> Shocking. They, they had shot for $150,000. They had put these rather ridiculously crazy, some of them actually boring, bordering on RMT kind of bonuses. Uh -huh. And because they pegged themselves as being the big bad guy in EVE, supports initially got, came and just kind of stopped and plateaued. And then they, they never got past the $37,000 mark. Right. So, well, they oh, well then. Yeah. 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 So, so one of the members who like helps run the Imperium decided to write a series of very inflammatory posts attacking the community 
and attacking the presence that we have on Reddit. And well, you can just imagine what happens when you make a lot of space nerds angry. You, they blow stuff up. It's yes. a bad idea, and there goes your property values. So for the first time ever in this game, everyone has put aside old grudges, <laughs> banded together, and saying, we're going to wipe you off the face of the universe. Right. Enjoy the fish. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm, in no, I'm in no way savoring. It is so, so <laughs> cool that I am like taking pleasure in someone else's pain. Okay, for those actually aren't able to see the live stream and are listening to this after the fact, Lank has a evil smile on his face and he's <laughs> nodding his head as he is saying he is not reveling in somebody else's world breaking. So just, I, just, just for the video, if you need that visualization. I know nothing. Some people like to see the world burn. In this case, the universe burn, and the person is Link Theris. I, I am. I have told everyone I am an agent of chaos. <laughs> is is have, this how we started this podcast? I, I have no problem showing up with with sticks, nice and sharpened, and I have no aversion to poking big, ugly space bears with them. Because <laughs> yeah, I can. Because you're bored. Got it. Not that I'm bored. I'm creating content. I am creating yes. content and entertainment for the people who follow what we're doing. And when it comes to Eve, that part pretty much is the point of the way the developers have intended it, is for player-created content. So at this point, they really should be paying you some space dollars. Oh, well, <laughs> see, this is the thing. Remember, we're being hired, right? So, right. So our little corporation is getting paid. I have been paid in battleships the entire time. I have like <laughs> shiny, shiny, OMG, these are so pretty battleships because I've been fighting. And the right, thing right. is that our small little like third of the biggest corporation in our alliance, well, we have these things called participation links, PAP links, so we call them for, for, uh, for short. And they, you're used by the alliance to kind of show who's doing what, where, and how. And our third largest corp, which is really only maybe about 60 guys, Tied for se for second in the most activity for our alliance. We have, <laughs> nice. had, we have had people, like, and I salute Frodo Shepard for this one, who have been on almost 70 fleets in the last month. Oh, jeez. Wow. It's like, Jesus, man. Do you, you sleep? sleep? That's like, do you <laughs> sleep? Which is fantastic because we have just been wrecking the place, absolutely destroying things, like, you know, with wanton abandon. It's glorious. You know, question: uh, Have you have you guys even put up a citadel, or would that be too much of a target? So, as we all know, and thank you for bringing it up, uh, a recent big content patch was um, put out a couple weeks ago called Citadel. Yay, and, citadels! That doesn't sound at all not inviting. Uh, absolutely. Mm. So the developer has decided that it's about time we're able to build castles in space. And they come in three sizes: medium, large, and extra large. The ex the largest of these one of these uh, citadels, which is actually a faction citadel called the Pal uh, Palantinium uh, Fortisar, uh, during a presentation because they recently have FanFest every year they have FanFest on I I Iceland, right. and the guy who kind of studies the markets for CCP, who's a developer, stated that in order to build a Palantine Fortisar, it would take about 15% of the accumulated wealth in the game. To build, right? Okay, and, sounds and like a good start. <laughs> so, just to give you an idea, I believe, if I remember correctly, that there is about equivalent to forty-seven trillion isk in assets and, and money in the game. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of money. That's a lot yeah. of isk. That's a lot of isk. That's a lot of isk. Now, you know, and, and they, of course, you know, they went ahead and like, we dare you to build this. You know, oh, God, don't say that to us. <laughs> you never say that to players because they already did. Right. But it's great because on day three, on the third day of the release of Citadels, this one group put up a medium Citadel. It was so <laughs> beautiful. It was so glorious. It lasted three hours. Really? Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just so, paint a target that says kick me on it. <laughs> so this, this Citadel, this, this castle in space, Cost about the equivalent of 50 billion isk. Now, 
you can roughly then state that for every billion you're spending 20 bucks American. So if right. 20, do the math. thousand dollars. A thousand dollars vaporized in three hours. Three hours. <laughs> and that doesn't include the fittings. So that no. the price of that 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 Fortisar could easily triple what I'm actually quoting. I'm just quoting the actual just the so structure. Is there an actual kill mail for that for killing that structure? Because yes. yes, I'd is. love to see that. Oh, it's great. If you're docked in a in a citadel and you're offline and the thing blows up, your bot your cold dead freezing body spills out of out of oh, the no. oh. glorious. Because you, you you can have thousands of people docked up, it blows up, and you see a thousand corpses just floating in space. Oh jeez. Fantastic. <laughs> So how do you defend one of these things? So um, you can actually man the the, uh, the citadels. You can actually train a skill. You can take in, uh, take control of it. There is anti-ship, anti-capital, anti-sub-capital weaponry. It also right. comes. You can also equip its own doomsday device, which is a static doomsday. Which if you shoot it at one of the like uh, the ship, it jumps from ship to ship to ship, destroying oh, nice. everything within its path. It's glorious. Uh, <laughs> on top of that, the really large ones, uh, and with some of the changes that have not, that also have taken over with the ship in the game, there's these things called uh, carriers or supercarriers. Right. You can launch squadrons, uh, a squadron of 15 fighter uh, fighter bombers, three of them. So that ends up wow. being about 15 fighter bombers that you can control on top of guided bombs, uh, oh, anti-capital missiles, and doomsdays. And, it's fun, and, and the sheer firepower firepower required is incredible. And just to give you an idea of how things used to be in the game, it used to be that there's these ships called super capitals, and there's titans, and it's very rare that you would see these because they're worth an awful lot of money. I was on a fleet a few week about a couple weeks ago. We were out to go destroy an outpost, and we are told overcomes, uh, don't jump, wait on the gate. A PL super fleet is, is flying by. And I'm like, oh, well, they're supers. Okay. So there's about 45 super carriers and about 35 titans. Jeez. Oh, the sheer amount of firepower and, like, money in that fleet. I'm sitting there thinking I'm all like, like oh, I'm, I'm badass because I'm, I'm, I'm in a battleship. And I'm like, right. I have seen more Titans in this one moment that I have seen the my entire experience in the game, ever. Wow. I, Where I were they seen, all headed? They were out to burn the goons, which, by oh, the way, okay. the goons happen to be the Imperium, so it's like you gotcha. know, giant bees they have their, as their logo. Right. We keep refer, referring, referencing in local how it's colony collapse disorder, Poor little bees can't even survive in space. <laughs> nice. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, that's mean. Mean. Uh, Funny, uh, though. It's absolutely hilarious. It's content. It is. Yeah. It's all player-driven content. Absolutely. So that's what I've been up to. How about you? <laughs> Not as near as much fun. Wow, that's awesome, Link. Yeah, I'm telling you, it is... It is it is one of those things that will go down in AI history, and the fact that we were able to, you know, give a lending hand in the destruction of an entire space empire. Uh, yes. And I'm actually very proud of Hoots and all and the officers and a lot of the rank and file guys because good job, guys. You know, we couldn't have done it without you, and it's just been amazing what we've been able to do. And we're just getting started because the word on the street is we might be perhaps helping our alliance. Completely unconfirmed, though. I know nothing. Uh, he's, not, okay. he's nodding his head, people. There, there, there is talk that our humble little alliance might be building an extra large citadel somewhere. Oh, jeez. That wouldn't Just, come funding from, you know, casino guy, would it? I don't know. I cannot confirm nor deny. Or deny. All right. I know nothing. I am just a humble diplomat. And he is not <laughs> nodding his head this time, people. So No, I, not at all. Nope. Not, but, but he looks like the cat that ate the canary. Anyways. So speaking, so speaking of, of canaries, not really, but uh, 
Lank, if people want to join in the fun, how? what's the easiest way for them to get recruited? So if you want to be join the collective, um, it's actually very simple. Just go ahead and go to the, the, uh, the, the guild site, aie-guild.org. You'll see the join AIE, press the little button. You'll see this little beautiful little black button that says EVE Online. Click on that. Log into Umami. Say, I want to join. You'll need to uh, install uh, to enter what's called an API key, which we can actually get from CCP for your character in order to you know, keep track of it because, yeah, we have to worry about that because spies. Spies. You know, espionage. Not that I'm in any way involved in that. Not at all. Uh, and, and then once you're done that, you will get an email. It will ask you to go ahead and go in game and do a search for LA Actors Universal or AIEU. Uh, put it in the search function. There's a, there's actually a little search function in game. You will find our corporation. Click on it, and you'll be able to find a pane that says, you know, request invite or you know or apply for this head corporation. We'll review the, your your application primarily. If if you're from AIE, if you've been playing with the games, that pretty much almost guarantees you to, to get put in. If you're from outside, we're not going to say no, but we're going to be like scrutinize there's the application. There's going to be a process. There might be an interview. There might be an inquisition, an inquest. If you want, I can actually double check their real life financials. Oh. There might be. There'll be a background check. So there's, mm-hmm. there's just a little. It's just a little uh, like follow through and stuff. It's not like we do like other groups like PL that actually requires you to submit an art, like an art project. I have seen. A, oh my. I've actually seen someone submit like a portrait of like I think it was uh, of um of the. Of the uh, Bowser Galactica in like mm-hmm. macaroni. In macaroni, right? It was, right. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. So and and from there you'll get at, uh, um, you get an invitation to we run a, Slack, a private Slack group for the for the corporation. You'll need to get on our forums. You'll need to go ahead and install and get on Jabber, and a couple other things. Uh, just because, well, it's how we that you know pass information around. It's how we get, like, keep each other informed. And pretty soon you'll be out in space getting blown up with the rest of us. Very nice. And as Greybog says in the chat room, join AIE. Don't mind the background checks. <laughs> that might be the show title because that's that, pretty that, amazing. Anyways. Well, it's, it's either going to be that or Space Castles, one of the two. we got to figure that out. But. All right. Well, Link, is there anything else that you want to regale us with in EVE or other, inform- other AIE info? Oh, in the uh, next four minutes. In the Go. next four minutes. Well, as you notice, we've been generating an awful lot of content, so you'll see an awful lot of posts on the main AIE site. Uh, you know, feel free to go ahead and uh, send me a, a ping either through uh, Rocket Chat uh, or through the forums, of course. You can always get me a hold of me there. Or on Twitter, of course, at, at Langtheris. I uh, yep. promise to harass and cajole and make fun of, of Hoots to help you out. And, uh, you know, we'll get you in. We'll get you in, get to know the rest of the folks in there. And, you know, we provide new ships for brand new players to come and join. So it takes the sting out of losing ships because you're going to lose a lot of ships because you're going to lose right. a lot of ships. So, you know, the first, you know, we provide like the cheap little Tech 1 and Tech 2 ship, well, Tech 1 ships, uh, frigates and cruisers for you to go ahead and go out and fight there. Um, and, and if don't not a fighter want to build stuff, hey, you can talk to Kuda. Hey, you want to be a diplomat? Talk to this guy. You want to go That's ahead right. and get in space penetry? Talk to this guy. Want to be so a benevolent people. Want to be a benevolent yes. order, overlord? Talk to That's Hoots. you. No, <laughs> oh, I thought no. Because no, no, okay. no, you know he Hoots is my boss, so he I, yes. I, I, I of course keep him apprised of everything that I'm doing. Right. <laughs> and now he's shaking his head, people. And winking. All right. And speaking of, just so everyone's aware of, speaking of AIE-Guild.org, you will notice we are moving the podcast over. So the the live stream was already moved over, and we will start. Um, we're going to start putting the the posts up there as well. The the feed should not change, and um, where you get the podcast should not change. But we're going to start posting over on that. So you'll start to see among all the Eve posts and the um, the Star Wars posts and all the other stuff, you'll start to see the podcast pop up on the AIE-Guild site. All right. And with that, that is our show tonight. While the chat room begins suggesting more show titles, we do want to thank Lank for joining us. Thank you very much, Lank. Yes, it was awesome. Space as always, sir. I am am your humble servant and facilitator of explosions. (laughs) (laughs) Space shenanigator. 
All right. So if you have a question or comment about our show, you can email us at podcast at AIE-guild.org. You can also follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. I am at Aludra underscore AIE. Michaela is at Cyberwave. And Ted Semi is at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, except for today. And you can join the chat room and play along with us on our website at theaiepodcast.com. Our theme was composed by the amazing the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. All right, and now it's time to play all the great AIE segments we've received this week, including overly dramatic news and anything else we get before Ted puts the show up. Yeah. Yeah. Next time we'll be talking to someone about something. We're still trying working to... working on it. I'm working on I it. I know. We're, we're trying to cajole people. Uh, so until then, AIE. This is Eludra. This is Makala. And this is Tetsemi. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Remember, people, always wear pants. Town Council raises stink over privy privileges. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. The small village of Darkshire has long been a hotbed of anti-Druidic sentiment due to the members of the local church believing that worshipping nature as the Druids do is a sin against the light. One would think that the town's distance from Darnassus would make this issue a moot point, but many Druids pass through the area on their way to the Twilight Grove portal to the Emerald Dream. The town council's initial effort to ban druids from visiting Darkshire failed when the king declared their ordinance null and void. But this past week, the council tried again to take a stand against druidism. Claiming that the local children were in danger from wild animals, the town mandated that all visiting druids must revert to elven form before visiting the village common bathroom. This new law brought forth outrage from visiting druids who protested outside the town hall in their animal forms. One balanced druid said, I may look like an owlbear, but I am an elf, not a beast. I use this form to defend Azeroth from the Iron Horde on Draenor. This is the thanks I get? When I asked a guardian tank druid if this law was about protecting children or discriminating against druids, she fixed me with ursine eyes and posed her own question. Do I have to go in the woods? Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind.